Good morning. I'm Tamara McDaniel. And this is Plant Experts Live at Prairie Gardens. We're at 3000 West Springfield in Champaign. Join us if you can or phone in with your questions or comments, 356-9397. You can also text us at 351-5357. We have our plant experts standing by, including Marianne Metz. Good morning, Tamara. Good morning, Marianne. Good morning, John Weisgarber. Hi, Tamara. Hi. And then Steve Brown is uh, out on sabbatical. No, he's he's on a buying trip. <laughs> fun. That's he gets kind to do of the sabbatical. Fun stuff. Yeah. Yeah, that would be fun. Except he's doing more of the tools this time around, from what I understand. Garden supplies and things like yeah. that. Yeah. For next spring. Oh, and planters. Next spring. Spring. Wow. Gosh. Yeah. That's so far away. Yeah, well. <laughs> we still have to get through winter, and fall is only just now starting. Have you been enjoying the, the season so thus far, the weather? I love the cool. So, yeah, I got to wear my jacket again. <gasps> what? For the, what, the second time? Yeah. Oh, how exciting. <laughs> <laughs> I understand that. Yeah, after the summer, it's thrilled to actually have. So, it's, it, last night, it was like, got to chill. It's like, isn't that nice? Yes. Getting I a chill. That. Yeah. And I've actually been getting out into my yard again because awesome. it isn't... The heat isn't as oppressive, you know. I don't. I don't hate being outside. I'm yeah, once exactly. again looking for excuses to be outside. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. So yeah. So now's the time to plant trees, shrubs, and perennials. Great time, don't you oh, think? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Even better because they're all on sale. Oh, that is much better. That's true. <laughs> oh my true. gosh! Yeah, are you kidding? Gardeners <laughs> are gardeners, you know. It's, like, it's well, sale time. And, and not like twenty percent off. They're like no. forty and fifty and sixty percent off. Am I right? Yeah. I, it's, even our trees are seventy. Aren't yeah. They? Well, yeah. there's like none left. There's three oh. or four trees. Wow. Uh, what kind? Uh, I believe there's um, uh, service berry and maybe a maple tree. Oh, nice. Um, um, uh, the tree lilac, the syring, uh, oh, yeah, that's right. yeah. yeah. I think the tree yeah. lilac, the big yeah, white flowering thing, yeah. Oh, those, those are pretty. Some of those, yeah. 70% 70, off. Yeah. That's and great. perennials across the board, 50%, some uh, marked down a little more. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, now's the time to get them. If you need a big space covered, oh, yeah. yeah, get them. Get them now. I just yep, got put some them yesterday. In the ground. Yes, you did. Yay. What'd you get? Uh, Japanese forest grass. Nice. Yeah. Macanacloa macro areola is what he got, actually. I'm sorry, what was that again in it Latin? Was what he said. Hacanacloa macro areola. Hacanacloa. Okay. <laughs> what you said. Beautiful, graceful, yeah. colorful gla- grass that really adds a spark to a, a, a more shaded area. How, they uh, like that. About how tall does it get? Well, it depends on who's growing it, I guess. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I've, I've seen it get about a foot tall. Mm-hmm. But... But it arches over. Okay, but it's not one of those that will get like you know three or four feet tall. No, it's no. One, of the, one of the few no. grasses that actually grows in the shade. Most of them went full sun. Oh, that's great. So, okay. that's why I need it. Yep. But what's neat about it is the coloration. Oh yeah. That uh, you know when you have shaded areas, you you like to have a a bright pop of of some color to stand out so yep. these are these are kind of a golden color with a with a green well they're kind of green with a gold margin i guess kind of a stripe ish stripe ish i think it's, stripe it's ish. right in between somewhere <laughs> yeah somewhere <laughs> because it's about as yellow as it is green and yeah. about as green as it is yellow yeah so it's, there's two contrasting oh, yeah. colors yes, on there you go <laughs> <laughs> variegated nice. variegated yeah 
<laughs> and then yeah. is it one of those where like the sunshine when the sun is behind it it shines through the yellow oh, and it's just beautiful. really makes it all glow so there's some um, planted over here by the parking lot on the edge you can't see it from here of course but okay um boy I, in the mornings walking by it this summer it was just striking Wow, that's it was just glowing, absolutely glowing. Wow. So really pretty stuff. But yeah, anyway, John bought some. Yay, John. Yeah. Yay, John. Yeah. And the common name again is African no, Asian Japanese, Japanese forest grass. Japanese forest grass. See, there you go. Sounds pretty. It is pretty. It's beautiful. But we've got a lot of other stuff. It's you know the oh, yeah. like uh things that add color to the shade. Um those Hosta with the, the white margins or the yellow hostas, you know, that's that's really a nice thing to put in in a shade garden. It adds a little pop of color. Yeah, and there's still some great uh, heucheros. Uh, yes, absolutely. With all the varying shades, I mean, there's so many different ones with the with the burgundy to 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 purple colors oh, and variegated yeah. veins, and then there's some with the with the chartreuse colors and. I love that. Uh, that solar eclipse is one that I like a lot. It has kind of the purplish veining in it in yeah. the center. Yeah, they're really, really, really pretty plants. We've got a lot of sun perennials, and mm -hmm. there's just everything. All the perennials are 50 or 60% off one or the other. Yeah. They're pretty well marked, too, so yeah. you can tell. Well, Great time right. to get the roots sure. established. Yes, it is. And then they'll come back even they'll really take off in the spring right because they're not trying to get their roots established in and at the same time at the, as they're pushing their their leaves up yeah they can so. now that the ground is nice and warm already yeah it is still a little warm easy yeah. for the roots to get down in there yeah and the, yeah then they can yeah. and I, I think we were talking last week about a great way to uh, start preparing for that because we haven't had a lot of moisture lately some but not 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 quite enough, is maybe water an area that you know you want to get planted. Just loosen it up a little bit with some water a, a day or two ahead. And then, you know, come and get your plants and you're all ready. Okay. You go. And, and, a, and a bag of compost. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> and a bag of compost. Because so it's always compost, compost, yes, compost. Yes, dig it into the soil and, and then plant your plant. You know what's so funny is because... Uh, it, Somebody at work, Karen, bought some mums to put into our, our little planter that we have at work. Nice. And so I went ahead and put the compost in the back of my car. And I'm thinking, you know, maybe I should just always have compost in the back of my car. Because See? it's either I need it at home or I need it at work or, you know. She's she's a gardener. I'll it tell might you what. be my brother's, you know. <laughs> I can see that he needs it. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Judy Fair always said just always have some floating row cover around. And my thing is always have a bag, always have a bag of compost around. So, you know, or manure. I, it would be manure for me because I don't have a compost pile. But, yeah, I, I think those are two essentials in the, in your garden. You just have to have them around all the time. That's just, just need to. So. Oh, funny. And usually a shovel in the back too. Or a five-gallon bucket. Yeah. Because well, <laughs> I'm Sorry. sort of a well, I, I'm kind of a roadside person. Oh, you're one of those. You see yeah. a plant line. I what stop and dig it up. Well, yeah. Especially with native, native, <laughs> some native plants. Yeah. <laughs> Look at her. She's looking at me. Like, what? <laughs> you're stealing a plant? No, no. <laughs> it's just kind of roadside out well, on the highway kind of thing. Well, mostly in the, in the native or the, the shady areas. Okay. Where there's prolific. So don't you keep a trowel happening. in your purse? I no, but I, I do have one in the back of the car. Okay, see? <laughs> <laughs> I'm 
too funny. Three five six nine three nine seven. This is Plant Experts Live at Prairie Gardens. What gardening equipment do you keep in your vehicle? <laughs> Call in. Let us know. That's funny. <laughs> Well, you have the new flyer out, and yeah. and uh, boy, folks should look at that. Did it come in? Is it coming in tomorrow's news gazette it's, or last it's week's? Out, it's current. This okay. was this week. Yeah, this it, this it, week. It goes through the uh, next Saturday through the sixth. Okay. Yeah. Happy fall, y'all! What a terrific selection of uh, of well, once you get into it. All of the decor that you have for Halloween and Thanksgiving and just autumn oh in general. Yeah. Just there is so much fall color going on right now, uh, in the store and out the store, outside the store, both. It's just like yes. everywhere you everywhere you go, there's fall color. Yes. Well, okay, tulips aren't fall, but they're planted in fall. But there's we a lot of color bulbs. right behind us. Yeah. yeah. But then, like on the other side, it's just all the stuff you need to have that really warm, glowy feel yes. and look. You yes. Know? Even if it's just. Uh, like a, a yellow placemat or an orange placemat or a, or a little orange pumpkin in the center of your table. Exactly. Or, exactly. Let's talk about these cute boxes that you guys uh, those have in. Are cool. Brian brought those up. Those are really neat. Very darling. They're wooden, and uh, the smaller one is only five dollars, and it has a little pumpkin gourd on the front. And then the larger one is ten dollars, and it has. Two pumpkins. Two pumpkins, yeah. You can set plants in because it has a plastic liner. You could set plants in them. You could set produce in them. I mean, you know, you don't oh. have to. You don't have to just be limited to one thing. They're not just a planter planter. It's it's multi-purpose. Yes. Wouldn't it be cute on the table to hold um, dinnerware and napkins and stuff? That would be. Wouldn't that perfect. be perfect? That's great. That yeah. would yeah. be adorable. Then you put your little pumpkins around it. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Cool beans. That was very yeah. cute. So, yeah, you not only have these little wooden boxes, you also have a lot of uh, round containers for, you know, tins. You, you can use them for planters if you like or for, yeah, for holding anything, yep. really. Yep. Neat. So come in, take a look around. Faux pumpkins and gourds already 30% off. And then go outside and look at the mums Linda has out there. Yeah. They are fabulous. They're so healthy. And we still have a, a myriad of colors. Absolutely. Some are just coming into bloom, so if you yes. if you get one now, you're going to have it for weeks because it's cooling off nicely and that'll hold the flowers a little longer. Yeah. Good. Water, water, yeah. water. For sure. Yeah, that that it just adds so much color. Oh my gosh. Oh my just gosh. incredible. There's just tons of color out there. It's just beautiful. Mm -hmm. Absolutely beautiful. The bright bright yellows and the you have some white mums, the rust-colored, purples, the, uh, uh, the I would say like a Merlot almost color. Ooh, I like it. Nice, <laughs> yeah. Just a gorgeous variety of mums. Yep, it is yeah. pretty. And it, it's unusual that we have white left. Usually that's the first one to sell, but we do have some whites that yeah. are just coming on now. So there's going to be a lot of life left in them. Neat. So, yeah. Yeah, that's what's so fun is that the past couple of weeks I've been out here, yeah, they, they've they only just started to bloom a tiny little bit. Some of them have come on good, right? But just boy, in the last couple they're of days. They're starting to come out yeah. now. Yes. They're more enticing. Yep. Oh, got to have this one. <laughs> now, you also have. Uh, so, so also, uh, we have a great selection of, of indoor plants, the tropical plants. Oh. And yes. succulents. Mm. Galore, mm -hmm. which are very cool. Yeah, we have some of the. Uh, and then also uh, we have the uh, Tillandsias. Tillandsias, yeah. They're twenty percent off. 
Oh, the I, air, there's so much fun. Air plants? Yes. Yeah. Those amaze me. Those are like the perfect desk yeah. plant. Yeah. Because they, they just need air. <laughs> well, you have to miss them. They they need moisture too. They're okay, they're living good things. Point. Good point. <laughs> yeah, but, but it's not, not as, like a not big as messy with a big container of of soil. Yeah, yeah. So, so you can pop them around just about anywhere. About anywhere, like like on your desk. You know, there's a cute little pumpkin that's what about three inches, a three inch pumpkin, mm-hmm. a little smiley face on it, and then a tillandsia on the top of it that looks like hair. Oh, that's so great. they're so sweet. Very but you cute. set those anywhere. Yeah. There's little shells with a tillandsia coming out of them. Some that you can hang up, and then a whole bunches of them that are just loose that you can do whatever you want to with. But yeah, yeah. they're twenty percent off. Aren't yeah. necessarily That's great. seasonal. Yeah, yeah. right. Very good cool. One. Yeah, I like it. And talking about bulbs, I'm looking at a two dollar off coupon here for packaged bulbs. That yes. sounds great. That's Yes, that's a this time of year. It's usually just a little bit later before these actually go on sale. But I'll tell you what, we've already sold out of some of them. Yeah, for sure. I saw an empty box. Yeah, we've been pulling boxes probably, for days. Yeah. I'll bet. So wow. People come in. And I, it, the the people that know come in and get what it is they're after. So it's that's even neat. though it's too early, because bulbs technically, um, it's maybe still a little bit too early to put them in the ground. Because soil yeah. temps should be in the, uh, or uh, not soil temps, but air temps should be consistently in the 40s and 50s at night. And we're not quite there yet, but we're getting there. So in the next couple of weeks, it's going to be time to start thinking about it. Okay. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. But next couple of weeks, it'll be the prime time. But you know, if you wait till then to come and get your bulbs, you might be out of luck because they've been selling well. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. And to really get just the incredible selection that you have, be able to pick and choose whatever you wanted. Yep. That's nice. Yeah, it is nice. It's and yeah, you come in. I have been the one to come. Okay, I'm, I am going to get some bulbs. I finally have a few extra bucks. I'm just going to go ahead and blow on bulbs. And then I'm like, oh, man, they don't have any of the really deep purple hyacinths anymore. <laughs> so, yes, I've learned. Oops. I do that all the time. I'm yeah. going to get that. I'm going to get that. Oops, it's gone. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh. I'm learning that here. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, be sure to look for the $2 off coupon. Yeah. Any packaged bulbs yeah. in the flyer. You can get it from Prairie the flyer Gardens. or you can go on prairiegardens.com and get it. Oh, good. You know, while we're talking about the nighttime temperatures getting cooler, Ooh, yeah. what should we talk about? I think houseplants coming inside. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I know. I, October is Monday. October. Wow. I know. It just doesn't seem like it should be. But. You just made my brain hurt. I know. This one of the ladies in the store, she, she came to me the other day and she said, only 99 days. And I said, what? Oh, 99 days, she said. And I said, I don't get it. She said, till Christmas. That's what I thought you Oh, my say. gosh. Is that right? Yes, wow. that's right. Well, that was a few days ago, so it's less than that now. <laughs> <laughs> the countdown but, is on. <laughs> but it is time to think about your, your house plants coming inside if you've had them outside. Yeah. What do you do first, John? Well, first you scout for insects. And usually I like to either take the garden hose or a, a right. bucket of water and try to <laughs> hose, or, you know, or wipe down um, the plants first. Okay. Because that way you're not only getting the bugs, as many bugs as you can off, but eggs as well. That's one Hopefully. reason, yeah. It's mm-hmm. it's it's what they call mechanical removal, um, whether it's 
by you know taking a leaf and rubbing and and drawing it through your fingers and that gets the top and the bottom um or or you know a swab of cotton or whatever it is you want to use but hosing them down is the first method and that that disperses the population somewhat okay yep for sure for sure and then then we usually like to use some type of insecticidal soap or or some type of control for insects which and is usually a contact chemical so when it when it hits the critter that you're after mm-hmm. it, it kills it but it isn't it's not going to stay there for a long time it's just that application does its job and then you have to do it again yeah and what's Maybe. nice is while you still have it outdoors or outdoors. in the garage or whatever yes. it's it's a little messy you know so that way you can you let it dry and then the chemical isn't a problem for you when you take it inside after the yeah. after the plants dried off so yeah. right. good and then our next application would be a systemic product that you'll lay on top of the soil and the plant absorbs it through its root system and is another control that way and, and that way the plant itself can be warding off yeah insect and it's a life a, it's usually that's an eight week um, residual isn't it mm-hmm. so it, it kind of hangs around for about eight weeks okay so that's two months so you maybe apply that twice in the winter I mean I do it now but then I do it again uh, beginning of the year December maybe and then again March so you've got three applications okay and you're covered for pretty much of the winter but I have found that it also works when you take it outdoors uh, the same cycle, you know, every two months, and you've you've pretty much controlled insects on it. So, it's an all year thing, but it's definitely yeah. a definitely a fall uh, take in the house plant yeah. control. For this sure, it's time. Plant experts live at Prairie Gardens three five six nine three nine seven or text three five one five three five seven. All right, back to bringing in your house plants. Well, and you know, most of these plants are tropical, so. They're not going to like it when it's 50 degrees or, or under for an extended period of time. Exactly. So we don't want to necessarily wait until the first frost. No, we not necessarily. We want to get on this a little earlier because yeah. we're hitting those temperatures now. Yeah, we're beginning some to. Some at yeah. night. Yeah, we're beginning to. It, it's like the bulbs. That's about the temperature you want to start thinking about getting your bulbs out. It's about when you want to start bringing your houseplants in. So Okay. Yeah. How yeah. can you tell if it needs to be replanted? Any tips on that? Does it, if it just looks crowded. <laughs> <laughs> they will. Well, sure. It'll, it'll look crowded because the, the root system will completely be filling the pot. Sometimes it'll start to to uh, grow out the bottom. Right. And sometimes you'll see a lot of roots starting to grow around the top of the container. Uh, and oh, you'll wow. notice that you, sometimes you might have to water it more often than just because it's taking been. all the all the nutrients from the soil. So, huh. yeah. Okay, or you've had it for ten years and you th- have never repotted it. It's like maybe I should. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. That's so I'm kind of amazed too. that you could go <laughs> yeah. for ten years though without repotting. Well, something. I think that might be an extreme, but oh, okay. Um, <laughs> but you know, it, it's not impossible. I've I've had people that have done. That kind of thing, and and you know the the vigor of the plant declines. You can see that yeah. happening yeah. when it doesn't throw out new uh, growth in the spring and in the summer, and it just they just look tired all the time. So okay, yeah, there's there's little visual signs that you can you can look at. So. Okay, 
And does it ever get to a point, Can is it also okay to trim back roots to make it fit? If, like, say you can only go so large, or I don't know. Is, or you want to keep it a certain size. Is that like a bonsai treatment? That's, oh, listen to you. She's got it. So, <laughs> Yay! <laughs> yeah, that's that's an extreme method, and a lot of people are really afraid to do that. Yes. Uh, but, I yeah. Can, I am afraid to do that. <laughs> it's absolutely a method, but it's, it's probably a little more extreme because it is going to shock the plant a lot. And it is a bonsai method. That's, that's, uh, bonsai is an art form. It's, and... It's right, since you mentioned it, bonsai is not a plant. It is a form of, of growing and, and controlling a plant. So and any plant. Almost any plant can, can be bonsai. Yeah. Sure. I, I think you're right. It is an extreme way to, method to, to, to do. But, for instance, like you were just speaking of somebody that's had a plant for 10 years and mm-hmm. it's very large and, and you can't really go much larger in a container to, to keep it indoors that is one way to help rejuvenate kind of like lemmy the lemon tree of cindy's yes exactly she's got this tree she's been taking care of for a long time and yeah yeah, it's getting too big exactly i i have a friend who's had a lemon tree also for i think he told me 25 years um and he prunes the top of it regularly but you know it's in a a large pot now because it goes you know you go up and go up and you go up and you go up and Mm -hmm. in the size and he said i i just you know it's it's i can't handle the pot anymore so it's what it's going to be in (laughs) right until it it, until it dies but so even at that point though he could start bonsaiing the roots sure Great, but yeah, it's a and little then, more and intricate. Then, and then especially when you're limited to the container, it's essential that you add, add fertilizer. Right, sure. Just because the, there isn't enough soil to to maintain right. the nutrients that the plant needs. So, and you water, and the water, theoretically anyway, you should be watering so that the water runs all the way through the pot, and you're continuously uh, washing the. Uh, uh, nutrients out of the and, yeah. out of the soil, so you need to put something back in. Not necessarily in the winter when things are really slowed down and not using what they do during the growing season, but certainly during the growing season, which around here could is eight or nine months. So you should be fertilizing somewhat during that period of time. But okay, yeah. and even if you even if you're afraid to do the harsher fertilizers. Compost, compost, compost. Well, I don't know that I'd use that, that in, right? in, in uh, house plants oh. necessarily, but but certainly outdoors you can do that. But I would probably use a prepared fertilizer for the house plants. Interesting. Just because it would alter the uh, soil uh, composition. Okay. And soils, potting soils are designed to be in pots and, and drain adequately for the, for the container and for the plant. Mm-hmm. So putting something in like compost. Now there are plants that people say, I, I, you know, you just have to amend the soil and bring that that kind of um, um, tilth into the soil, potting soil. Uh, but it's not that common that you'd want to do that, I don't think. And it, it and, and compost is also very gentle um, fertilizer. Um, That's I think, what. I think I saw an analysis kind of, of, for, of two zero two or something like that. I mean, it's it's very very small amount of nutrient, but it's very gentle when you're putting a, 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 a tree or shrub out into the garden or, or perennial. They they don't always need that that kick of a prepared fertilizer that has an an eighteen 
uh, nitrogen and you know they, you just they just don't need that just right at, at the beginning they need that gentle fertilizer also the the compost um, improves the soil tilth so it's there's a lot of reasons to use it outdoors but not so many reasons to use it indoors and a prepared fertilizer is probably the better way to go yeah. You've you've just blown it, my mind. Well, Whoa! <laughs> so you're easy. Well, it's just the the if you use a fertilizer specifically for indoor plants or house plants, uh, you know they're they oh, okay. compose it so that it's the right amount. Absolutely. And if you use it according to their directions on the package, then. You know, you don't have to worry about burning like you were you were had some concerns about it being too strong. Yes. So always read the label and follow the directions Absolutely. as to to what amount you're supposed to put on. Then and you, you won't have a problem. I hadn't even thought about that that's nice to know that they have some that are specifically for indoor plants. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It makes a difference. Okay, good. So yeah, Got there you go. House plants one oh one. Three five six nine three nine seven. Plant experts live at Prairie Gardens. So, did we get through all of the steps for indoor bringing your outdoor plants indoors? Yeah, it's pretty much a three-step thing. I mean, you yep, want to hose them um, down and soap them off a little bit, and then apply the systemic. No, the contact spray first. Oh, the contact spray, and then the third one is the systemic. Systemic, yeah. Okay. Sometimes you have to evaluate. Oh my gosh! It grew three feet, and how am I going to get it back through the door? Or let's just widen the door. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, where, where where am I going to put it to this year because it's three times the size? So yes. so you know, you may evaluate that you might need to do a little pruning to bring it inside too. It's like you know, the hibiscus that we sell in the spring, which are just fabulous and and bloom their silly heads off all summer uh, and really add an awful lot to the landscape. But um, a lot of people like to winter those over and they grow quite a lot during the season. So pruning them back, you know, you really have to think about it hard because they grow a lot. (laughs) So So is it safe to, how, what would you say down to a third? What's, how much is safe to take off of an hibiscus? You could probably take off a, a, a 25 or 30% of the plant. 25 or 30%. So a third, yes. Okay. Okay. I was thinking get rid of two-thirds and keep a third. And you're correcting me, so I'm and, glad I asked. And you know what? <laughs> I've done that before. Cut off a third and keep two-thirds. I've, okay. I've had a really special one that I really wanted to cut back and have it flush out well. So I've done that before. But I wouldn't suggest everybody do it. Okay. It's it's probably okay to do, but... But then it would yeah. take a little more maintenance and care and... Just be a little more careful with it, yeah. TLC. Yeah. yeah. It, okay. Those are really kind of difficult to winter over anyway, just because yeah. they, they love so much sun. Mm. And it's difficult to get that situation indoors. Mm-hmm. It, yeah, in your house. Yeah. You know what, though? I That's why I was cutting mine back so hard, because I have a potting shed that has minimum heat in it, and... I keep it at the temperature, the lowest temperature that tropicals will tolerate. So, Which is, what, it, 50, 55? Yeah, and that keeps them from growing so much, except I've still had them grow and flower. It's, it looks pathetic, but, you know, <laughs> uh, it, it works. So, yeah. Well, yeah, it, it, over, the, over the winter months, you don't have the light levels that you do In any the, other yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. So the plant's kind of go into dormancy really yeah. they, they aren't yeah. going to grow a lot no. over over 
the winter. Good. So you won't see exceptional growth on them. So or that great right. flowering, or that yeah. it's just not going to happen. But as long as they stay alive. Yeah, that's yeah. the point. If that's it's good. something that's really special to you, or you just want the challenge of trying to winter that kind of thing over. Right. I mean, or if it's just a special plant, has special meaning. Yeah, absolutely. Keep it going. Three five six nine three nine seven. This is Plant Experts live at Prairie Gardens. Let's go to the phones where Mike and Champagne is joining us. Good morning, Mike. Good morning. How are you today? We're doing well. How are you? Good, Mike. Pretty good. Yeah, this is Mike Beal. Uh, I'm at the College of Veterinary Medicine. It's time for me to make my annual call when you guys are talking about taking plants inside. John, you were talking about being important for people to read the instructions. One thing is critically important, I think I remind you guys every year, uh, most of those systemic insecticides and say that rather than just put them on top of the dirt, that you stir that down into the dirt, uh, besides getting it closer to the roots, what's where that's also really important is those things have a fragrance. And your pets, cats or dogs, will smell that, and they'll come to investigate. And depending on the product, especially some of the older systemic insecticides that may still have diazinon in there, if they decide to ingest that dirt, that can be a real problem for them. So it's really important for your listeners when they're putting those systemics on to make sure they get those down below, you know, the top of the soil level, down into the soil where that fragrance, you know, is not released as much. The animals don't recognize it. They don't come investigate, and they don't ingest that dirt. That's great advice. Great. Yeah, thanks, Mike. Mike. Yes, thanks, Mike. When, yeah, when we were talking about that earlier, I was kind of hoping you were listening. <laughs> <laughs> Yay, Mike. Because <laughs> I was thinking I about Mike every Hogan. Saturday. It doesn't always work out, but I try to. I'm well. Thank you. I'm glad it worked out this time around. No kidding. Thanks, Mike. That was great really advice. It fits the topic. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, it's <laughs> great. Thanks, Mike. Okay. Have a good day. Thanks, Mike. You too. Three five six nine three nine seven. This is Plant Experts live at Prairie Gardens. So that's a good point. But I, I think the reading instructions important. I think it says to water it in. So whether you stir it into the top of the soil and then water it in, it should be watered in so it actually gets to the root system. Right. But but yeah, I could I could see what he was saying. Just try to try to work it in, work it yeah. into the soil, absolutely, so, so that the soil smells like soil again, yeah. and it isn't. <laughs> oh, I curious. love that. <laughs> love that smell, don't you? Don't you well, love the, the smell of wet soil? Yeah, uh, yes. yeah, yeah. Well, and that's and and you know his call is it's really important because because everybody has pets. Mm-hmm. They're part of the family. You want exactly, to take care and, of them and do as much research about about every plant as you can. Good yep. point. Yeah, there's a lot of information online, so it, it's it's all out there. You know, you can you can really figure out what you can and can't do pretty easily. Okay, good. But you know, uh, talking about cutting back plants, um, I I think that was probably the biggest question I had all week was cutting it. Can I cut my stuff in the garden back now? My plants in the garden, mm-hmm. and I personally believe you should wait just a, a couple of weeks. Oh. Until we consistently have lower temperatures yeah, at the, night? Yeah, so we know that um, the plants are actually well into their dormancy period, which which they are pretty much, but it's it's warm enough now. Yeah. The soil temperatures are warm enough, the air temperatures are warm enough, that you could stimulate new growth, and you don't want that this late because the new growth will be there when we actually do get a freeze. 
So, oh, yeah, a freeze. Really <sighs> yeah. I, I have, I know, I show this, I have this with every presentation I ever give, and I I brought this today because we were ta- talking about bulbs. But Mary Ann brought notes. <laughs> She's got lots of notes. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Fall frost dates, average, average first fall frost here is October 14th. Oh. Maybe the thirteenth, but there it is. Right around there. So look, okay, that's look, only two weeks away. So I, yeah, I know. So this is this is the first frost. So um, October fourteenth goes uh, right at the bottom end of Champaign County. So right in the center, we yeah. might be um, the thirteenth. And just goes right through Douglas. But that's average. And it, so it could be before that, probably not. Probably not. And yeah. it could be after that. It right. could be much after that, but that's a frost, not not a freeze. But um, and that's just the average. Yeah, it's just the average. So all of that's you know you bear all that in mind and and uh, yeah yeah <laughs> yeah. So you gonna kind of put a little bit of a fire under your booty <laughs> to get those houseplants in. The houseplants two weeks left, <laughs> and, and cutting back your your perennials and and doing any pruning and stuff. Um, I had a question about. Uh, can I prune my boxwoods now? And I said, Well, you know, if you prune boxwoods because they're, you know, they're evergreen, mm-hmm. they they continue to grow not so much in the winter time, but with warm air temperatures and the soil temp still being up, uh, you prune them now and you're going to stimulate growth, and you don't want that new growth on your plants no. in December. No, you just don't. Okay. Yeah, I I certainly would not advise boxwoods now at so it's, all it's it's right on the edge and I, we've just passed that edge and i, I usually say uh, early mid-september to stop yeah um i think it's just too late now to, to do that kind of pruning and wait just just a couple i mean too early just wait a couple of weeks and right. we'll probably be okay sure and i think that uh you know you had the question can i can i do my perennials now well i think you still want to do you know your maintenance like i've had a lot of my hostas start to go down because of yeah. dryness. Yeah. And uh, but they're still green in the middle. Yeah. You know. Mm. So so yeah, I take off I take off the brown mm-hmm. and but I'm just gonna wait a couple more weeks before I do the rest. And and every garden's gonna be a little bit different. Like John's, you just have to evaluate it one garden at a time. You know, mm-hmm. because dryness. I'm I water mine, so um, mine mine haven't. I mean, they're not looking at their prime, but they. They look okay for yeah. for first of October, but they're not ready to be cut back. Yeah, because I've watered mine. Yeah, and some and some uh, are stronger than others. That's exactly right. Some so. some of mine look great still, mm-hmm. and and then some you know, it it just depends on some of the areas are drier where I've I've watered. And I haven't watered. So. Did you just say it just depends? He did. <laughs> I did. I love it. <laughs> I did. Yes. I learned that from you. Three five six nine three nine seven. Plant experts live at Prairie Gardens. Back to the phones we go. Where another different Mike in Champagne okay. is standing by. Good morning, Mike in Champagne. Good morning. Hope you guys are doing well. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, you are. Hey, um, could you talk a little bit about bringing uh, the succulents back indoors? Oh sure, oh, sure, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have a lot I'm of succulents? Up and oh, okay, great. Thanks. Bring succulents indoors. What a big, popular 
plant. I mean, succulents are so in demand right now. We have a great selection, but um, they do great outdoors in the summertime here. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. But the, the house plants, the tender ones, pretty much like the other things. And I was just evaluating mine. I have some great planters uh, along the side of the house. And one of the things that I'm looking at was, how did all those leaves get in there? <laughs> Already. <laughs> and, yeah. It's not even October yet. What a pain to get them all out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, but but that's, that's one of the things that you want to consider because even on those leaves that have dropped off of your oak tree or your maple tree or whatever kind of tree it is, if they, they wedge in there and get underneath and in inside the layers of, of the, the leaves of the succulents, um, there could be pests and disease wintering over on those leaves in your house, and they're going to love it. Ew. They're going to love it. Mm-hmm. So you got to be careful with that. That's one of the things I want to, I, I, that you need to do with succulents particularly. Yeah. And so, so again, the steps. Hose yeah. it off yeah. or rinse it Scour off. Scour it. Uh, in that case, uh, I might consider uh, standing back with my leaf blower and trying to get as much out of there as possible. Oh, exactly. You and you want to stand back a little ways because you don't. They're, they're going to be a little bit tender. You know, just they're they're not in the ground. They're they're in containers, and yeah. so you just that. But that's a great way to do it. That's yeah. a good start. And then otherwise, otherwise, you know, lifting up and and, and scouting as you're as you're pulling debris out, or or maybe you can gently gently look for insects and pests. Absolutely, that's that's still the way to do it. And when you're looking for the pest, one of the things with succulents that um, is really different from other things is that um, their uh, leaves grow so close and are so layered that getting down in between them is really difficult. So you really have to look hard. And and when you're using the topical application of insecticide, um, you really need to make sure that it it rolls down into those crevices. Mm. So that's, I think, one of the more important things to, to do when you're bring them in. Temperature-wise, I think it would be the same kind of temperature situation, don't oh, you? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. For succulents? Yeah. 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 So, yeah. you know, don't don't wait too much longer because we are getting cool. I wore a jacket this morning, people. So, <laughs> yeah, it's the nighttime temperatures are getting cooler, so yeah. we need to think about doing that, yeah. definitely. And I most of them don't like to be frosted on, so no. just be careful. No. And uh, then we know once we get our, once we've done our, our investigating and and preparations and and our applied our our uh, insecticides uh siding them indoors is important too oh yeah definitely because they by and large like more sun yeah and it doesn't have to be direct sun it just has to be bright so even if it's back inside a room but a south facing window yes good yeah oh yeah. good as much as much light as you can get but yes doesn't have to be direct sun and sometimes if you have direct sun you have to be careful not to get it too close to the glass because the heat intensifies through the glass and can actually you know spot the plants and burn them exactly really yes yeah oh like having a magnifying glass on an ant or something 
Ooh. I know that sounds terrible. That's sick. Didn't I'm every sorry. kid do it? <laughs> no. <laughs> Little kids. <laughs> okay, we, we had a leaf under a magnifying glass and you'd set it on fire. Oh, my. Listen that to her kind now. Of thing? Uh, wow. <laughs> whole new impression here. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Who knew? That's why Halloween's your favorite yeah. holiday. I'm dark. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But, you know, I, I think um, Mike had a great uh, question because it. It's they're not any different than any of your other house plants. They don't won't tolerate the colder temperatures. They they have insects that love to get on them. Um, there's going to be well, like I said, the leaves because the succulents seem to have all sorts of little fingery things on them that uh, leaves love to gather in. And yeah, uh, and yeah. I think you can even use like uh, uh, like wood wood sticks like the the flat tongue depressor type deals oh yeah you know, popsicle stick oh, a cuticle thing. stick wouldn't that that'd be perfect yeah there's a little wedge edge on it yeah okay. just to lift and, and look yeah that's a good idea it's pretty gentle that way yep exactly and beyond that you know i think it's all just the same procedure but you just have to take a little more care um looking because it's going to be a little more difficult and then and then when we do bring the plants in it's it's a transition from being outdoors to in and you know, siding is important, yes. and then the air temperatures are are warm. But then when we we have the forced air heat, that's different than being outside in mm. our humid atmosphere. So, yeah, totally. So uh, plants are going to dry out a lot faster. So you really have to monitor your watering and yeah. get used to that. Yeah, and just pay attention to them because it's really going to be different. Absolutely, yeah. it is. And try to try to add extra humidity little things like pebble trays with water in them yeah i don't think you need that so much for succulents but some of the other house plants but okay. succulents are still gonna uh, dry out faster hmm. so you just have to pay a little more attention you know outdoors you know if you pay attention to watering them once a month you know maybe because yeah. you just don't have to yeah. because mm -hmm. of the environment but indoors like john said it's so much more dry you just have to pay attention to them okay they might not need too much more water but no but but they will require a little it, bit more attention. It will be attention. different, yeah. 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 A different kind of attention, absolutely. So. But that's something fun to do in the winter. When yeah. you can't be outside, you can play T with your house plants. Taking care of the plants. Excellent yeah. point. Yeah. yeah, that's especially when I get back into fairy gardening. Just because I yeah. want something indoor. I want to do something. <laughs> I want to play in the dirt. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you know, and I haven't mentioned fairy gardening for a while on this show, but I do want to mention that you have gotten so many fabulous new items in for your fairy gardening accessories. It's amazing, isn't it? I mean, you still have terrific uh, plants specifically designed for fairy gardens, and I let you have the best variety I've seen anywhere. But likewise with your accessories. They, Crazy. You've got uh, Halloween-themed. Yeah. You've got uh, regular-themed. You've got... Uh, what else? Thanksgiving? You're starting to sneak in your Christmas fairy gardening items. Yeah. And you've got a few new items over there that I'm kind of looking at and wanting. <laughs> like a tiny little gingerbread house. It's just so cute. <laughs> so, yeah, if you're into the fairy gardening or miniature gardening, uh, definitely come to Prairie Gardens because this is a terrific place to uh, shop for items for that. Yes, it is. Yeah. Hey, Tamara, let's talk about uh, Jack DeRuman's going to be here next oh, week. Oh, yeah. Saturday. Can you believe it? It so, is. Yeah. 
already. Yeah. I thought it was coming up because I know he usually comes right before election time. That's how I remember <laughs> That's it. That's funny. Yeah. But you know what? His timing's perfect because it'll just about be time to start putting your bulbs out. Right. Temperature-wise. And actually, yeah. Maybe that's the way we should just Bear just judge it is when Jack shows up, it's time to do your bulbs. That's a... That's, <laughs> I like that. All right. I might be able to do that. Oh, he's, yeah. Isn't he great to listen to? There's so much information. He's so smart, but he's also the nicest person. He is a really so nice guy. <laughs> even when I am feeling like I, I just feel like I'm giving him the stupidest questions, he's still courteous. <laughs> yes, he is. <laughs> and he has information. And you wouldn't even... I didn't even know that was a question to ask. Yes, you guys <laughs> learn things. Absolutely. You betcha. That's what impresses me. You betcha. Yeah, so at 9.30 next Saturday, yep. he'll be here talking about bulbs. And he's the guru of that growers. Yeah. 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 So if you if you can make it to the Jective Room and Seminar next week, do that. Absolutely. And if you can't, then he'll be joining us. On the radio. On the show. Yeah. Oh, good. So next week. Bulb expert Jack DeVruman here on Plant Experts live at Prairie Gardens. And with our closing music running, I'm going to go ahead and say thank you, Mary Ann Metz. <laughs> thank you, John Weisgarver. Thank you. You guys are fabulous experts. I'm Tamara McDaniel. Our producer is Blake Landa. Stay tuned for Saturday Sports Talk up next here on News Talk 1400, WDWS, Champaign Urbana.